All right, let's try this again. JB, go ahead and hop on, man, so we can start this interview. Um, what I want to do today, obviously, I'm, I'm driving right now. I'm headed to uh, my private facility, about to get a workout in. Um, I know times are, are rough and crazy right now. So we'll probably go ahead, talk, converse back and forth, me and him. Um, again, I've been answering questions all day um, on my IG. So if you want, you can go ahead, check out my DMs and uh, there too as well, if you have any questions. See if he can hop on, connecting. Yo. How you doing, bro? You all right? I'm good, man. What's going on? What's going on with you? I had you drive into your own private facility. That's right. That's right. That's the, the perks of owning your own business in a way, I guess, right? Man's got money. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I was just telling people that I've been doing a, like a, a basic Q&A on, uh, on my DMs all day today. And I'm also putting out my new podcast. So it's the Rooster on Podcast. I'll be launching tomorrow. Um, I'm going over some questions that I got recently on some DMs and on some uh, some Facebook messages. So I'll be answering those questions there on the podcast. So for you guys that are wondering about your questions being answered, trust me, I'm gonna do that on the podcast. So I might do a live, a live in the beginning just to go over the overview of what the podcast entails. It's not just gonna be about strength and conditioning. It's not just gonna be about fighting. It's gonna be about what I feel, you know, what encompasses the word strong and what it really is a, a true definition of mine. So that's what we're gonna be bringing on. We're gonna bring on people that I feel define the characteristics of a strong person um, from inside and out. So that's that's uh, that's the direction I wanna go with the podcast. Are you gonna be uh, streaming like weekly or monthly or as and when on your new podcast? It, it's definitely, we're definitely gonna do a podcast a week. I got a pretty solid group of um, guests coming on within the next three to four months. Uh, some will be in-house. I have a whole studio set up. So we're doing it kind of uh, Joe Rogan-ish style. You know, I want to bring people in, bring people into the gym, get a little training session in, and then we'll podcast. So I'm, I'm really excited about it because um, I get to converse with like-minded individuals, just like I'm doing with you. With you. Um, and, uh, you know, get to get to put out the, the, the content needed for that particular platform. So good. Nice. You're gonna utilize your YouTube channel following as well. Like, you're gonna upload to a YouTube channel on a playlist. Yep, yep. So it'll be all on video as well. So you got video, audio. Um, it's gonna be all plat platforms of podcasting networks. Same as I did with uh, with the uh, you know the Fight Strong or the Fight Strength podcast. <laughs> and then uh, you know, again, like I said, gonna put it on the YouTube channel. I may also put it on my archive channel. That's my second YouTube channel. If you guys haven't checked that out, go to YouTube and. Uh, type in Drew Strong Archives. I have, I got my guys putting up just clips of my past podcast interviews that I've done. So get a little bit of knowledge and content out of that too as well. I think, I think there's some of our podcasts that we did together, JB, on there too as well. So yes, cool. yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, I'm man. fucking gonna be famous. <laughs> well, I, I'm not too sure about not making no promises, but you know. We'll see. We'll One see day. Now, everything seems to be going well for you, man. Like, uh, your following is, is sharp, like, massively, slowly growing. The brand's growing. Um, yeah. Your knowledge, obviously, is, is fucking next to... It's, I don't even know how to describe it, do you know what I mean? But, obviously, I've, I've met you in person, and uh, 
been at, been at your seminar and when you're back doing seminars obviously people need to go check that out for sure because uh yeah it's fucking yeah. a lot of knowledge well i got i do have something in the works in poland uh coming up probably sometime in july uh whenever this pandemic passes over but yeah we got i got something going on in poland i'll be in the ukraine in september i'm definitely going to come back to london at some point in time whether it be august or july as well so i got a lot and then i have the dallas seminar that i have to do too i think that's going to get postponed because it was supposed to be in may in uh the beginning of may so we'll probably have to postpone that or maybe i'll just do a webinar for those guys so if you guys already you know bought your tickets for the uh dallas seminar don't worry i'll figure out a way to either get it off on a webinar or you know again we'll just push it to a later date um uh, just a quick question as well for obviously those people that are tuning in even right now and will be tuning in later um tell us about your mindset man like what keeps you going and ticking over and working so hard because you're pumping out content left right and center um i, w I mean honestly i'm self-driven there's not a whole lot that i need from an outside source but i do appreciate everybody's you know feedback and and appreciation to all my content that i'm giving out you know, putting out the programs and seeing results with the programs, especially now with nobody having the ability to go to a gym and to use weights or something like that. My body armor program is doing really well. You know, everybody's getting good results with it. So I'm super happy about that. You know, um, finding a way to help people out is, is, a, is a priority for myself because, again, if I can help somebody out, out on my own, it's going to help, you know, bring it back to me, you know, from my perspective. So what I want to do basically you know, in the coming, you know, in the coming months is, again, I want to just keep on pumping out quality content, but also provide as much information and education to people. And that's why I have the, the, the mentorship program going on. I got a bunch of programs, but I also like to put out free content. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not all about the money. I just want to make sure that people understand that, but I, I also have to make a living too. So I have to balance it out in a way, you know? Have you had to deal with um, like many haters on your sort of path at the moment? You know, people hating on your knowledge or trying to discredit you in any way. I mean, you're gonna have your fair share, but uh, mostly not not to that degree of, of, of many other people. I, I feel like I do get a lot of respect um, in the industry just based off of the success rate I've had. Um, but again, everybody's got their own opinions, and I'm. I'm not, I understand that and I'm biased towards some things and, but I, I always keep an open mind no matter what. And I think that that's one thing that kind of helps me along the way is that I'm not, I don't live in absolutes and I usually take what I need is necessary for my circumstances and situations. And I try to stay clear of any type of negative, uh, you know, negative comments or anything like that. So I don't really even see it, even if it's out there, you know what I mean? I'm trying to stay clear of, of all of the negativity in my world right now. What's your um, take on the sort of UFC event that's going to be happening? Um, do you think it's a good idea, bad idea, great, um, call for Dana, <laughs> private island shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's crazy. We got guys at ATT that are trying to find a way to train because they got fights coming up, you know, um, and we have to keep it very, very, you know, secluded. And a lot of these guys have to train with each other and we really can't even be around them. So we have to do it via video to go over techniques and, and it's, it's, a, it's a crazy time right now. Um, but again, with guys that got, that have fights coming up, we got to get them ready. So it's hard, you know, with that, in that perspective. And then also ATT is 
legitimately closed right now. Like, there's nobody in there. Um, so we have to figure out a way to train the guys, and that may be going into, like, you know, whether it be going into the houses and, and laying down some mats in the garage or something along the lines of that to get the job done. Um, that's what we've been doing. What's your take on uh, Tony versus Gagey? Who have you? Who are you picking? Hot tip. Um, Dustin picked Gagey, which I was surprised he did that. Uh, but I'm going to go with Ferguson. I think that Ferguson is going to be awkward as hell, um, like always. I think that Gagey is going to swing for the fences. You know, I think that Ferguson will weather the storm and then pull off some type of crazy submission, in my opinion. I'm, I'm with you on that. That's that's my take as well. Basically, I think Tony wins by submission. It's a shame that we're not getting Khabib Tony, man. Like, who would have fucking predicted this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's mad. yeah, I know, I know. But this is the fight game, man. It happens all the time. That's why I never really put it past. Like, I think, I think after the uh, Connor and Mayweather fight, I was kind of like, well, anything's possible at this point. So. Whatever happens, happens. Just kind of got to flow with it. And from my perspective, like who I work with, obviously Dustin is close to me and he's in that running. You know, I like for him now to, you know, I like to see him now fight Connor, you know, and then whoever wins that gets a shot at the title. But, you know, again, you're going to have an interim title. Then the interim title has to fight, you know, the champ. And then then you'll get, you know, the number one fighting the champ. So it's uh, it's going to be uh, difficult here. Um, within the next mm. six, six, or six to eight months, we're going to be in limbo trying to figure out what's the next step. Um, I know that Dustin wants the title shot again. You know, I know that he's deserving of it just based off of what he's done in the past. I know that he had his shot, and I know that, you know, again, Khabib did his thing. He he, um, he did what he needed to do and, and got the job done and, and finished Dustin. But at the end of the day, bro, it's like styles makes fights you know and if and if at any point i feel that if ferguson wins the fight i know that dustin has a very good chance of beating ferguson and and getting that title so we'll see yeah i mean um i'm kind of from from an outsider's perspective i feel like dustin's kind of being pushed aside a little bit you know like he's competing for the title and then it's just kind of gone and you're like what has connor done you know come back and beat cerrone and yeah. they're already like, oh, yeah, we've got to give him this title fight. And it's like, no, nah, he I, I should be that. fighting Dustin. I, I see that. But, like, also, again, it's, it's, it's about who's marketable, you know. And I know that I know that this um, – it's not fair in a way, you can say. You know what I mean? A lot of people are like, man, this is bullshit because of the fact that he's been out for so long and now he just comes back, beats one guy, and he's in the running again. But he's the most well-known MMA fighter in the world. So he's going to get his, whatever he wants to be honest with you. Mm. And rightfully so, because he put in the time and effort throughout all these years prior to what he's going through now. I mean, not saying that, that you know, like there's other guys in the top five that should have got the shot or should have been fighting at that one or two spot. I get it. But again, you have to make it to a point where you are just as big, if not bigger than Conor McGregor to get ahead of that situation. And that's not going to be possible in this lifetime. So, no. Yeah. Um, what was your take on uh, Joanna and um, I've forgotten her name. I can never pronounce it. Zhang. 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 <laughs> That's Zhang it. Yeah. Zhang Weili. Yeah. That was a fucking mental fight, man. Yeah, man. I was um. So I was there in Vegas, and uh, I was on the edge of my seat. You know, I was extremely proud of her, man. Like, 
watching that, I've never seen her fight so hard. Like I've never seen her fight so I've never seen her fight so good. Like it was just it was just in my opinion it was flawless and in my opinion I thought she won the fight. So but yeah, I was just really honored to be a part of that whole situation and honored to be a part of, you know, her camp and know and knowing this lady, knowing this young lady on how much she trains and how hard she trains and how much effort she puts in and how it showed the night of the fight. You know, obviously people are going to talk shit about, you know, the, you know, whatever the hematoma on her, on her, on her, on her head or whatever. But like, she gets them a lot, man. Like, it's not even a, it wasn't really a big deal. Honestly, it looked way worse than what it was. Um, she was fine. No broken bones, no, you know, no bad concussion or anything like that. Just a lot of swelling. And uh, she was fine, you know, next I want to say three to four days after the swelling comes down, you know, and now she's, she's good to go. So I'm glad that through that, that's that, that crazy fight, she weathered the storm and now is still able to continue her career. Um, and you don't see that a whole lot. So I'm extremely proud of her. I think that we need, we need to get another shot at that. I think that we deserve that, uh, that rematch. But again, I know people are going to be like, man, she had so many chances, but I mean, when she puts when she puts on a show like that and she gives the business to one of the top, you know, top uh, strawweights in the game, then she has to be able to get that get that one shot back at least, you know, for the time being, you know. So, and I don't really see her, you know, I don't. I, I mean, I don't see her fighting for too much longer. You know what I mean? She doesn't mm. really have to. She cemented her legacy, in my opinion. But um, but I do like to see her get this one back because I know that she's she's right there for the taking. Yeah, I mean, when I watched it, obviously, um, I, I thought Joanna won, um, and I think that it was close, but I think that um, the kind of Chinese marketing maybe took over a little bit, you know, like we're saying about unfair decisions and so on. Obviously, we, you know, it's a bit of a conspiracy, whatever, but she's marketable to China, which has got a lot of people. Yeah. If, the, if it's close, it's probably going to swing in oh, that favour. Yeah, we knew that. We knew that that was going to happen, you know. The thing with, and somebody said, you know, it, it seems like she did well, but she didn't uh, do enough damage because she wasn't strong enough. Now you got to remember that, like, she cuts a lot of weight. So with that being said, I we always we always have to alter the strength conditioning, and I only get to train her really one day out the week, four to six weeks out from the fight, because she's doing so much skill work, and she has to condition on top of lose the weight. She doesn't have enough fuel in her body to do you know an extra strength and conditioning session on that day so that's what hinders her performance in my opinion is the weight cut due to the mm. fact that we cannot do what i do with everybody else you know um she her training volume goes down drastically in the weight room as opposed to her skills trainings but again she's able to do it because she's highly skillful she has great conditioning um, and, and she knows how to pick her shots on top of the fact that she has, she has speed, but we need to definitely work on her power and her, and overall strength. But I was very impressed on her ability to evade takedowns, you know, uh, turn her against the cage. She didn't get manhandled by, by Whaley at all, which I was super yeah. happy. About. Same thing with, um, with Michelle Waterson. She actually took Michelle down and, and manhandled Michelle, um, throughout all aspects of the game. So with that, I was highly impressed and I was happy with that situation. And then obviously I was happy with the way she handled herself inside the cage in general, but 
I'm just saying, like, a lot of people, you know, they don't know the real story. They don't know the background behind it. I mean, you can say your point fingers or whatever the case, but at the end of the day, man, you're not in the training camp with us. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, speculate as much as you think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it's not a contest on who does the most damage either, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, and, fundamentally. And, I mean, I mean, in a, in a way, you know, I, I know that Whitley's strong. She's powerful. We know that. You know, look at her. She looks like a tank. But, you know, and also there's there's other aspects of the game. That's not Joanna's game. Joanna's not a one-punch knockout power artist. Like, she's not, she's not that type of martial artist. What she does do is kill you with volume, right? She's accumulation of, of strikes. <laughs> she had well over the amount that um, – I think in the whole card, she had most strikes landed and, and thrown the entire card. So, you know, who cares? Whatever. It is what it is. We'll find out <laughs> next time. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully they get to I get, I get, a, little, got I get a little bit – see, when I talk about negativity, like I get a little bit angry about that because I care about this girl so much that when I, when I, I see negative negativity and, and, and you know, just down downgrading her performance, I don't like that, man. That's – you don't know how much effort this lady puts in. And she, and I know people are like, oh man, she's a bully, this and that. She's not a fucking bully, man. Trust me. She's the most, she's the sweetest, sweetest person I've ever met in a way. Um, I, I remember like constantly always asking me, you know, how I'm doing. I'm the fucking coach and you're asking me how I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? So she's definitely got a heart of gold. She'll stop anywhere. If anybody asks for an autograph or a picture, she stops what she's doing no matter how bad she's feeling and takes the picture or gives the autograph. So, man, people don't really know her to that degree. Man. And if you do know her, you yeah. know that, that all that is just for show. People are, um, are quick to criticize from the couch, and I never experienced a, a fight in their fucking life as well, and it's always the way. Like, have you ever stepped in there and performed in front of all these people, gone through the hard camps and the real training? Uh, Trust me, it's fucking difficult. Mindset and everything, and to go wake up every day, put in that work. You know, and then to go and get smashed in the face and punch people in the face and get taken down. Yeah. And people would just sit on the couch and go, yeah, but she doesn't have that knockout power. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> yeah, man, I guess not, man, you know. But we make it Giant, to I mean, it's like... She's got seven title defenses, I believe, and there's seven, you know, seven, seven championship fights. And I think eight now because of the fact that she fought for the title again. But I mean, no, it's just, it's just the record stands for itself in a way, you know. So. What um, programs have you got coming out anyways? Have you got any new ones, um, new work that you're putting out there? Yeah, I got several. So I got um, Body Armor, which is the body weight eight-week program that everybody's liking right now. Um, I have a, a collaboration with BJJ Fanatics. It's a video tutorial of my special exercises for BJJ and grappling sports. So you can find that on BJJFanatics.com. Um, as far as uh, like my mentorship, my online coaching mentorship, that's going strong. We got about 350 coaches on that mentorship program where I go over all my methodologies, my protocols, my principles of training, things like that. And then, you know, again, I opened up my other gym next to ATT down south, um, a little bit, obviously 90 minutes from where I'm at right now. Um, so we're opening that up, obviously, with the pandemic. We can't bring people in right now, but I'm slowly, you know, bringing in a couple of athletes to train on my own, very private, um, not putting too many people in one area, obviously, trying to make sure we, we negate the spread of this thing. Um, but we got that going on. Then I got the podcast about to drop this week. So 
a lot of things in the works for sure. Who's going to be your uh, first guest? Can you let the cat out of the bag on that one? Yeah, obviously. Well, I'm going to do one Q and A for the first one because I want to go over the objective of the entire of the entire podcast and also, you know, the focus of it. And then I'll do a Q and A for the first episode. The second episode, though, I'm obviously going to put on Dean Thomas. You know, he's been a he's been one of my mentors, a coach of mine since I started with MMA. And he's uh he's he's raising he's making some waves right now. Obviously, he left American Top Team, um. So, wanted to get his take on it, make sure that he could uh you know say his piece, and uh you know get his get his you know get his thoughts on what he's doing next. You know what I mean, and what he he feels is necessary for him. So we're gonna have him on next week, um the following week, thinking about getting on the Muscle Dog Jordan Shallow, who is. Arguably one of the most he's he's an influential guy, but he's also very knowledgeable and he understands how to train along with how to recover the body and get people back into sport form. So I'm very interested um, into talking with him and then some other guys that you'll you'll know um, if I say their names, but I'm not going to air that out just now. <laughs> Keeping it secret. Yeah, yeah. How are you? How are you? I can't believe you're beating me on the beard, beard growth, man. I'm really man, fucking. On. I, I already, pissed I, off I had to trim it down and everything, man. Come on. <laughs> the Viking. The beard is real. It's it. This it, it doesn't. I, I've had a beard since I was 14 years old, man. This isn't. This isn't anything new. So. <laughs> it's mad because um, I remember your beard was a lot shorter when I uh, first ever made contact with you. I think from our first ever podcast. And then I think maybe my beard was a little bit longer than you on one of our, um, when we did like UFC nah. predictions and shit. <laughs> really? <laughs> Probably not. Think, I'm making I it think, up. I think, so I had, I cut it one time because I, I had, um, I had some skin irritation. So I had to cut it. My wife was like, you got to shave it off. And I was like, ah, and I did. And I hated her for it for like two weeks. I was like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> and like my face, I just, I was not used to it. So. I finally had it. I think that was in the growing back stages when we did that show. So mm. that's the one. I'll thing. give you uh, one more question and I'll let you go. All right. Um, how do you, cause obviously you're so busy. How does that affect your family life? Are they really supportive or is yeah. no problems? You know? Yeah. My wife is super supportive. My kids understand what I'm doing. They understand that I need to work to pretty much provide for everything right now. My wife isn't working obviously, um, so the stuff that I do online, the stuff that I'm doing in the gym, you know, obviously it's helping us stay afloat. We're doing our thing. We're, I'm not, I'm not, we're not surviving. We're thriving, which is very good. That's what I want to always seek to do. Um, so with that being said, yes, they understand it. Um, and I give them my time too, as well. Like today is Wednesday. I'm usually here all day. I'm only going to train for about an hour and then go back and visit with them and, you know, spend some time with them throughout the entire day. Um, and then, you know, again, like I said, I have to go back down South Thursday, Friday, but Saturday and Sunday, I'm back with my family again. So I always, you know, I manage my time properly and I do it with the, with a solid schedule and I have a team around me that helps me out too, as well. I'm not doing this alone. So it's always good. Yeah. Brilliant, man. Well, thank you for your time as always. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for hopping on, man. I appreciate you. All right. We'll, we'll and, get together um, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good, man. I have a, I have a bit more of a formal one. That'd yeah, be cool. yeah, for sure. We'll get on the podcast um, together. We'll get on the podcast together again too, as well. Yeah, I'll um, if you leave this video up, I'll rip it off of Instagram and put it up on my YouTube channel if that's cool with you. Because I know it'll say. If you delete it, I'll be very angry. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> not that, leave it not up. that I can do anything. I'll leave it up for you, man. I'll leave it up for you. Cheers, all right, boss. All right. You take care, all right? See you soon. All right, man.